So you have most likely heard this saying that everything happens for a reason. You've probably seen a movie that the premise of it was everything happens for a reason, that it's all part of the plan. Um, you've probably heard that saying or you've most likely even said that. You know what? Everything happens for a reason. So that's why this happened. Everything happened for a reason. We, we've heard that or we've said that in many different scenarios. If something doesn't work out the way you thought it was but then eventually you get what you need, you say, well, it's, that's because everything happens for a reason. Maybe you didn't get that job, and so you say, you know, well, I didn't get this job because God has a plan for me for my next job. Everything happens for a reason, right? Um, and then we even say it when bad things happen, like when a loved one passes away or someone's sick or something terrible happens, we, we, we'll tend to say, you know what, it, it, I don't know why, but everything happens for a reason. You've probably said it, or you've heard someone say it. Everything happens for a reason. And here's what we mean when we say everything happened for a reason. It's us simply saying, you know what, there's a God who's in control and he has a plan and I don't know why this is happening. I don't have an answer for you and, and I can't give you one, but everything happened for a reason. God has a plan for this. God's going to use this. If this wasn't the job you're supposed to have, then the next one is. If this wasn't what you're supposed to do, then the next thing is because everything happens for a reason. It's our way of simply trying to be positive and understand that God has a plan Everything for a reason. That's why we say that. Um, but I sat down with grieving people. As a pastor, I've sat down with uh, people that have lost a parent. I've sat down with people that have lost a loved one, that have lost a friend, that have lost a child. And they've asked me that question, well, why would this happen? I remember a couple years ago, I sat down with a buddy of mine whose um, wife was leaving him and whose brother... Uh, had committed suicide and he's still trying to work through that past. And he said to me and he asked me, what, why would this happen? Why would God allow this to happen? And the temptation is to try to give a reason. The temptation, and for what a lot of us might say is, well, I don't know why, but everything happens for a reason. And we say that because we're trying to make sense of what that person is going through. We, are, we feel like the best thing we can do is give them some kind of reason so that they can work past it. So we try to make sense of it. I feel like that's the best thing we can do is give some kind of answer. And if we don't know the answer, we can simply play the trump card of, well, everything happens for a reason. So we shouldn't question this because everything happens for a reason. It will work out. God has a plan for this. God, God wanted this to happen. And for some of us, this idea, everything happened for a reason, is comforting. It reminds us that there is something beyond us. And that that creator, that deity, that God, whatever you believe, that, whatever that is, has a plan in place. And so it's comforting to us to know that even though we don't understand what's happening, that it's there is a plan. And that this might hurt now, but we know at the end of the day it's going to work out. And it's a way for us to be positive. So for some of us, that's saying everything happens for a reason is comforting. But for others of us, everything happens for a reason is not comforting. It's actually disturbing. I mean, if everything happens for a reason, as in God forced every single thing to happen for his ultimate purpose, then could you also say that God is to blame for a lot of the bad things that happen because it's part of his plan? I mean, every mass shooting, well, everything happens for a reason. Well, every child that dies of cancer, everything happened for a reason. Every traumatic event, everything happened for a reason. Pandemic, when you're in lockdown, 
I'm sorry to say, everything happens for a reason. I got a plan for it. Even this week, we were reminded of how far we still are when it comes to racial equality. We were just reminded of that with George Floyd. And is everything happened for a reason? Is, it, is that got part of God's mysterious plan? See, for some, it's not comforting. It's disturbing that God would do all this for some ultimate reason. What kind of God would do that? If everything happened for a reason, as in God planned it all and is orchestrating it all, then everything has to happen for a reason. The good and the bad and the traumatic. Everything. You can't exclude anything if everything happens for a reason. But where does this idea come from? Where do we get this idea? Um, in Scripture, the closest verse I can find to this is in Romans chapter 8. Uh, it be verse 28. Here's Paul. He's writing to the church in Rome. And here's what he says. And this is the closest verse I can find to everything happens for a reason. It says this, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. We know that in all good things God works for those who love him. So we hear that and we think, yep, see, everything happens for a reason. We know that in all good things God works for the good of those who love him. God is always working in all good things. But here's what I would argue and agree with. I do believe everything happens for a reason. But God isn't the reason for everything happening. Everything does happen for a reason, but God isn't the reason for everything happening. I believe that every good thing, every bad thing, every single thing that has ever happened in this world, every single thing happens for some kind of reason. I just don't know if God is that reason for every single thing. I don't think so. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that God is sovereign and I believe that God is all-powerful. I believe that. I believe that God is in control of everything. But I also believe that God doesn't control every single action that is ever done in the history of this world. I believe he's in control without fully controlling every action. I, I'm a sports guy. And I have seen teams and players pray to God to help them play the best they possibly can and to help them win. So let me ask a question. What if one team prays, God, I want, I want, we want to win, and the team they're playing is also praying to God to help them win? Then how does God determine, because everything happens for a reason, so God has to determine who's going to win this game. So how, how, how does that happen? Is God in heaven playing Madden with Peter, and he's, he's the Ravens, and he's Lamar, because Lamar can juke? Like, what, how does that work? So, I mean, newsflash, I don't think that God cares about who wins the Super Bowl. I mean, the Ravens are going to win this upcoming year, but I don't think God cares who's going to win the Super Bowl. I think God cares about the players playing in the Super Bowl. I think God cares about being honored during a big event like that. But I don't necessarily think he cares about who wins. See, I believe that God can be fully in control without fully controlling every action. Everything happens for a reason, but that reason doesn't have to be that God is the reason for everything. Here, what are some reasons that there could be then? Well, there's here's a couple reasons. One is choice. Choice. Sometimes things happen because we have free will and we can choose to do what we want. Now, you can argue um, how much free will we actually have, the illusion of free will. Um, there's a lot of theological debates on that. You can Google that. But we have free will. We have some amount of free will. We have a choice in the matter. We make choice because God wants us to love him without choice there is no love and we can know that God loves us because he gave us a choice to not love him 
So when we choose to love him, it's because we actually love him. Think of it this way. If Erica had no choice but to be with me, that's not love. That's obligation. We have a choice in the matter. We can choose to love him and to follow his ways, or we can choose not to love him and not follow his ways. We have a choice in the matter. And because we have a choice of what action we take, that means we can choose to do what is wrong, even if it is not God's will for our life. Just this week, um, I was driving uh, my, my van. I'm a van guy. Um, I didn't want to be. My wife didn't want to be, but it's so convenient. I have three kids. It's so convenient. We haven't looked back yet. Um, and I was in the car with all three of my kids. My wife was going into Target. So I stayed in the car with all the kids, and my wife went in. I found a very close spot, and I backed in so I could see the front entrance because my wife left her phone in the, in the van. So she couldn't call to see where we were. So I was keeping an eye on it, and um, like many of your wives may do, I know mine does, when she goes to Target, it always seems to take a lot longer than it should. So I'm sitting there waiting, and the kids are listening to High School Musical, because they're into that now. Someone save me. Um, my, my quarantine's going really well. And so I'm sitting there waiting for my wife um, to get out of Target, and just kind of keeping an eye on it. The kids are singing this ter- these terrible songs, being annoying in the back. Love them, but they were being annoying. And then I see it, my wife walk out. Um, again, she doesn't know where I am. She's, so she's kind of looking around. She starts walking the wrong direction. So right when I see her, I'm like, oh, I got to go. So I start pulling out. Again, I backed into the space. I start pulling out. I didn't see a car was going to that lane. That car was kind of taking over the whole lane. And while I was pulling out, we both couldn't go. And that car just stared at me. As in like, we're playing chicken. I ain't moving. Get out of the way. So I backed up a little bit and let them go. And the whole time there's driving, staring at me the whole time, like letting me know, yeah, take that. And I'm just going, come on, go. Like, I'm getting a little frustrated at this point, and my wife's walking the complete opposite way. I'm just like, come on. And because of that, I'm not paying attention. So as that car goes, and they're singing High School Musical in the back, and my wife's walking the wrong direction, I start pulling out of my spot, and without realizing it, I'm scraping the car that's next to me that's completely parked. And also, I was like, did I just scrape that car? I, I couldn't tell. So I drive up to get my wife, and right away, she goes, what happened to the car? So I guess it scrapes. Like yeah, I was like yeah, I, I did that. I just did that. So we drive back to the other car. Um, the other car got it way worse than we did. We got scrapes. I was talking off that bumper. Um, so they're not there. It was parked. So I'm I'm writing a note and I'm putting it there. And then right as we go to pull out, we see someone open the car door. So like oh someone's here. So I get out and I explain. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I'm the pastor of City on Hill Community Church. <laughs> not not any other church you might know. Um, I'm so sorry about this. Please, please, uh, here's my information. We'll get it taken care of, whatever. Um, let me ask a question. When this lady came out, did not expect that her bumper was going to be taken off and she's going to have to take it to a shop and get that all figured out. What's the reason behind that happening? Was that God's ultimate plan in life is for me to hit that car? No, here's the reason that happened. I made a choice to be an idiot. I made a mistake, and because that mistake, it had repercussions. It had a had an effect. And now this lady had to come out, and the reason behind that is not some cosmic plan, I believe. I believe it's because I have free will, and I made a mistake. So now she has to, get take, care, has to take care of it. There was a reason behind it. The reason was choice. I have a choice. We all have choices in life, and because of our choices, things happen, number one. Number two, what's another reason things can happen? Chaos. We live in a world that is chaos. That is chaos that is constantly broken and sinful. That's the kind of world that we live in. When I was a student um, in youth group, I remember uh, 
every Saturday night, myself and a couple of our friends would go to our youth pastor's house. Um, I was I was driving at this point, so maybe 11th grade, 12th grade, and um, I would go to my youth pastor's house. He would give us a lot of toilet paper, and then we would go to the worship pastor's house of the church we went to, and we would TP it every Saturday night. 11.30 at night, we'd go there, we'd TP the house, and we'd go home. So the, youth pa- the worship pastor would wake up on Sunday morning, getting ready to go to church. He had to be there very early. He's the worship pastor. He's there early. And he sees all this toilet paper. He wakes up and just chaos outside. Toilet paper everywhere, all over his car. So we'd clean it up. And then we'd see him at church. He'd be like, ha, ah, you got me, whatever. We did this every Saturday for two months straight. Just every Saturday, we would TP the house. He would wake up <laughs> Sunday morning with TP. He would clean it all up before he went to church. I remember... By the 8th or ninth Sunday, we did this in a row. Again, the youth pastor provided the toilet paper. He called us and just kind of yelled at us at this point. Because he was like trying to be cool with it. He was trying to be fun. But nine times. He's like, hey, you guys need to stop doing this. Seriously. Every morning I wake up, it's chaos outside. I'm done with it. Stop doing it. And I remember at the time being like, man, he's such a baby. He can't take a joke. But now if someone TP'd my house nine Saturdays in a row before I go to church, I'd be fur- I wouldn't make it too. I'd be furious. That's a patient man. But he would wake up to chaos constantly. We live in a world that is chaos. The world is disordered. The world is broken. And because and it's because of our choice of sin. It's because we have chosen to sin. When sin entered the world, the original God's perfect plan, his original perfect plan fell apart. And chaos has, has wreaked havoc on this world ever since. Sickness was not part of the plan. Cancer was not part of the plan. Death was not part of the plan. Because of our sin, because of our choice, because we have a choice and we have free will, because of that, chaos has entered this world. Sometimes things happen because this world is chaos. That's what it is. And the result of chaos will be certain things happening. Sometimes the reason for something happening is chaos. And the last one, sometimes the reason for something happening is because of chance. Simply because of chance. Sometimes things happen because they happen. It was just a roll of the dice. It's just how how it worked out. Sometimes things happen because they happen. And there's no ultimate divine reason behind it. It just happened. Here's some examples. The odds of getting struck by lightning is 1 in 700,000. 1 in 700,000. But my grandmother got struck by lightning. Yeah, it knocked her out. Yeah, she got struck by lightning. It's very unlikely for you to get struck by lightning, but people do. My grandmother was one of them. The odds of winning the Mega Millions is one in 302 million. Somebody wins it. Is it our ultimate reason or is it just chance? The odds of getting eaten by a shark is one in 3.7 million. It's very unlikely you're going to get eaten by a shark. But people get eaten by sharks, right? Some things you can just throw up to chance. It's the roll of the dice. It's how it happens. It's just how it worked out. And there are obviously ripple effects to everything that happens but sometimes there is no ultimate reason i believe sometimes it's just chance i mean one time i was i was on the beach and uh, a seagull pooped on my shoulder is there an ultimate reason behind that or is it just chance that a seagull was flying by did he see me and he was trying to aim for me probably not he was just flying by and i happened to be the unlucky person that got poop on his shoulder like that happens chance happens sure everything happens for a reason but the reason isn't always God. God isn't the reason for everything. I know what some of you might be thinking, well, pastor, um, 
Romans 8.28 sure made it seem like that God is the reason for everything. I mean, God is in control. He is sovereign, so he must be controlling everything. So let's let's look back at Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I think the reason why we, we believe everything happens for a reason is that God makes every single thing happen for a reason is because we miss one key word in this verse. And that and that word is in. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Don't say that we know that God works for the good of those who love him. That in all things, that in everything that happens, God works. Here's what I believe. God doesn't make everything happen for a reason. But God can use everything for a reason. That's a big distinction. God doesn't make everything happen for a reason. But God can use every single thing that happens for a reason. Here's why that's a big distinction. There is a very short gap between God causing everything in life to happen, including the bad things, to God is to blame for everything, including the bad things. It's a very short gap. When we continue with the idea that everything happens for a reason, an idea that's not biblical, we continue with that idea that we, that we have an incorrect belief that God is purposely harming us for some cosmic purpose or he's, he's purposely rewarding us for good behavior and good deeds, which leads to a whole other set of problems. It's, a, it's this belief that if we believe everything happens for a reason, then this happened because God did it. Or, or I'm getting this and I'm receiving blessing because I'm such a good person. Both those things are simply not true. See, God had never intended for sin. He never wanted sin. But God has been bringing everything back to him ever since. Ever since. And here's why this is incredible. And this is why it's so important to, believe, to understand this. When you truly understand that God isn't the reason for everything. That sometimes it's because of choice. It's because of chance. It's because of chaos. When you truly understand that God isn't the reason for everything then you will stop blaming him for everything. And when you stop blaming him for everything, then you will begin to allow him to redeem everything. See, if God doesn't make everything happen for a reason, but rather uses everything for his ultimate purpose, and he can use every part of your life, the good, the bad, the terrible, when we understand that, then we know that God is with us throughout anything that we do. Because he didn't call, might not have caused it, but he can sure use it. See, your faith cannot last with the idea that everything happens for a reason. But it can if you understand that God uses everything for a reason. So my buddy, my, my friend that his life, wife was leaving him, who was still suffering from the, the trauma of his brother being suicide, who asked me, hey... Why did this happen to me? Why would God allow this to happen? You know what I said when he asked me that? Here's what I didn't say. I didn't say, well, everything happens for a reason. So God wanted that to happen to your brother. And God wanted your wife to leave you because there's some ultimate purpose or reason. I didn't say that. I didn't try to give him a reason or explain it away. I didn't try to put, my, put myself in God's shoes and be like, hey, what could God have possibly wanted this for? And why did he make this happen? And why did that? I didn't do any of that. You know what I did? You know what I said? Nothing. I didn't say anything. 
You know why? He didn't need me to. He didn't, he didn't want me to. He didn't care about the reason ultimately. What reason could I have given him that would have made him feel better? Oh, okay, I'm glad this happened now because that's the reason. He didn't need a reason. Know what he needed? He just needed someone to be there. He just needed somebody to listen to him. That's all he really needed. See, this is who our God is. Not some distant, far-off God that moves us around like cosmic chess pieces for his ultimate purpose that we'll never understand. That's not who God is. Yes, God is in control. Yes, there's times where God is going to intervene. Yes, there's times where God is going to call us to do things and we have no control in it. We might choose the path, but we're eventually going to get there. I believe all of that. But to say that absolutely everything happens for a reason is just not biblical and it's not the characteristic of God. See, God is a real God who not only understands us, but who suffers with us. He died on a cross for us. He hurts with us. He listens to us. He comforts us. He gives us the strength to keep moving forward. And he gives us the, the direction we need to take to get out of any circumstance we're in, whether we're in it because we chose it, whether we're in it because of chaos, and whether we're in it just because we're in it. That's who God is. Any circumstance, any pain, any hurt that we are facing, God gives it a purpose. God gives it a meaning. God gives it a reason. So let's stop blaming God for all these things that happen, but instead take everything that happens and give it to him so he can use it for a reason. That means when the good things happen to you in life, you don't think, well, it's because God's blessing me because I'm such a good Christian. We don't think that. We say, God, thank you for the blessings. What do you want me to do with this? Because God uses everything for a reason. It also means that when the bad things happen in life, we don't have to say, God, where were you? This is your fault. And we lose our faith because of it. But instead we say, God, with these bad things, walk with me. Help me to use this and take this and, and morph me and change me into who you want me to be. Help me to take this in a new direction, a new path in life because we aren't blaming him for it. God doesn't make everything happen for a reason, but God can use everything for a reason.